Hello, I am your host, Jenny Hogg Ashwell Randolph, and this is Love's Curriculum, where together we remember love and our soul's divine purpose. Our divine purpose. We all have one overriding purpose, and that is to remember the truth of who we are, that we are loved and loved and divinely guided to our purpose here, and that we are being called at this time to join in the awakening, to shift the planet from fear to love. And I am so grateful that you are here joining with me today to be a part of that, that revolution. I've been following Marianne Williamson and her campaign for president. And she says, love is the greatest revolutionary force. And I agree. And here we're learning about how to put that love into action, how to live your purpose and how to command your purpose. That's what we'll be talking about today. So what is purpose and how do you command it? What does that mean? Why would we need to command our purpose here in 2020? So if you are tuning in for the first time, this show comes out of my book, Love's Curriculum, Messages of Enlightenment. You can find it on Amazon, where excitingly it reached international bestseller. And I scribed this book for the High Council, a loving angelic group who has gathered, who is joining with Jesus and other spiritual teachers and masters, the archangels, and have gathered to guide us on this journey and to remind us that we are each connected to source, each connected to a divine soul team that is working with you from the spiritual realm souls that you have traveled with and they are still there like a board of directors helping you and so that is what love's curriculum is helping you remember and i scribed that book for the high council but only after many years of my own self-discovery to find my true calling again because i originally worked as a lawyer years ago in phoenix and it was on my very first day that right after orientation, all excited with my brand new office and my own secretary, my own paralegal, that I walked into the women's washroom and heard a voice within say, remember, this isn't your life. Remember, there's a different life for you. Yeah, well, that hit me hard. I remember thinking, oh, shit, what do I do now? And I knew that that voice was true. It was telling me the truth, that law was not my true calling, but I needed to find it again. And so that's when I started my own dedicated path to spiritual awakening, to healing and removing barriers and patterns and to knowing myself more fully. And I realized that for many years I was hiding who I was, thinking I had to hide who I was to fit in. And perhaps you can relate to that feeling that somehow you're wrong and you don't belong or you're not enough. So it's been a journey for me, a continuing, continuing journey to remember who I am. So that path of awakening to the love that you are and that when we uncover and remove all this baggage this true expression of who you are as that love with a specific assignment here. Not a specific job or a specific way that that assignment happens. Because that can change, but a specific assignment. And so let's explore why it is so important to command, command that purpose in your life why it's so vital that you give it that energy of command now. So that's what we're going to be looking at. So I'll talk a bit and teach, and then I will read an excerpt from Love's Curriculum. And then I will tune into the High Council for you directly with messages for the new year, direct from the spiritual realm. 
And before we dive in further, I'm going to do a surrender and intention setting, a prayer here of surrender and intention that my words be guided by spirit and the higher good and our higher connection beyond fear and the ego. So I ask now that that be the truth and that spirit draw near, that the Holy Spirit, the divine, all that is love, move through me, move through us today as we join together here. And so it is. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's a little popular right now to come up with one word for the year. Last year, my word was freedom. And having that as a very basic, what I call a soul goal, and I teach it in my course, Live Your Divine Purpose, which you can learn about on the website, lovescurriculum.com. Working with the soul goal for a week, for a month, for the year. So I've gotten in the habit of picking a word for the year. And last year, my soul was wanting to experience and move into freedom, to evolve into freedom, to heal into freedom, to take action into freedom. And that basic word can apply to all areas of one's life. So I encourage you, if you haven't thought of a word to set the intention of what you want to experience this year, I encourage you to set a soul goal. And this year, I also encourage that you, you go into meditation, you open, you ask spirit, you ask the divine, what should my soul goal be? So that it comes from your deepest heart, what's wanting to express now. So I tuned in and I got the word command, command, hmm, command. And I sat in meditation with it and I noticed all this resistance. Oh, that's a bad word. Oh, that's about control and ego and arrogance and commanding and powering over. And then I noticed that trigger or those resistances and let it go and opened more fully. And I asked my guides, I asked the high council, what do you mean? Command. And I heard clearly angelic command, command, divine command, command using the energy of command and taking charge that's in alignment with the divine, wielding love. Now that, I thought, yeah, that I need, that I need to get on board with. And then I realized that some of the other leaders, our, our thought leaders and our motivators had brought that word up too for this year. Of course, because we're all connected. So let's explore that word because I think it is important for all of us. Command. And what does it mean, angelic command? So I tuned in further this morning, getting ready for the show. I actually asked the High Council to explain it to us, or what do you want to say about it? So I'm going to read what the High Council said about this idea of commanding your purpose, angelic command. And here goes. And it's, it's saying, I'm going to preface this. So it says, we are small in the eyes of grace and God. So the we here is about us. It's about our journey. So they were writing directly to us humans here. We are but forever small in the eyes of grace and God. And yet we are powerful in their presence. When we choose to join with our rightful place as children of God, we choose to wield this power of grace and God. We have it at our disposal and God there fighting alongside us. When you choose to command the light, to pick up the sword of light and wield it, you have at your side an army of light workers. You are empowered tenfold. So it takes doing your part and opening to the divine to work with you. Doing your part is called command, commanding the light. When you choose regularly to be emboldened with the shield of love, 
you change your life and the world. You open to more love and light flowing through you. You feel the light and the power through and in the darkness that seemingly still abides and seems to still surround you and your loved ones. Be the light now. Command the light. Warriors of love, pick up the sword of light and truth. You are warriors of light. Allow it to lighten your mind, bringing you into alignment with your true power and grace and good and God and all that is will come to your aid. Be bold, be brazen, command the ship. Whew. I want to say them as fighting words, but not fighting in a negative sense, but fire stirring us up. So command is about choosing to work with the divine, choosing to bring light to things, to wield the light. And I love the words that the high council uses, warriors, the shield of love, pick up the sword of light. Again, those are action words of command, but divine command. I loved the word brazen. It wasn't one that I'm very familiar with. So when it came through, I thought, I got to look that one up. And it means to be bold and without shame. Brazen. Be bold. Be brazen. We are being called to be bold, to be brazen. Bold and without shame. Because shame is of the ego and fear. So let us be brazen in this light that is available to us. This light that we can choose. And then I had to look up the word emboldened. I thought, is that even a word? What is that? Because the high council, they said, let the shield of love embolden you. What does that mean? So embolden means to give someone the courage or confidence to do something. All right, let's be emboldened by love. Yes. Let us have that courage and confidence to follow our purpose. In the book Love's Curriculum, there is a lot of language about this action, this idea of being warriors for love, warriors of light. The High Council talks about Jesus forming an army of love, and that we are being called to action. And that does require us to command that, to choose it. We can't sit by without choice. Our free will requires us to choose to work with God. And that means to command it. To choose it over and over. And there will be dragons to slay. Things like the ego that tells us we're separate and small and not good enough. Resistance. Another word for the ego. For me, that dragon looks like the feeling of overwhelm. Oh, it's too much. There's not enough time. I'm trying to get my message out there and help people. And oh, but I'm overwhelmed. That comes in as a, a dragon on my back. And so I could need to have that energy of command to slay that dragon. But it's not about I think the high council is clear. We're wielding light. It's not about fighting and using anger and fear to resist the dragon or pushing it away. It's slaying it by commanding the light, bringing light, choosing the truth that I do have time, choosing to be helped. So in each moment with our free will, commanding light, Choosing to be focused, to get back on track when we find ourselves in fear, to get support to get back on track, to ask to be guided each and every day, each and every moment. What if we remembered to command light, to say, guide me, God, guide me, love. What I have found 
since I've chosen the word command is that since the very beginning of the year, and we're only a week in, I've been shown over and over that command is not about using my human control. It's more looked like choosing to surrender. When we command the light, we're asking to be guided. We're choosing to surrender to a higher purpose instead of getting weighed down by the ego and the fear and the resistance and the dragons. In fact, what I've been aware of is all the places in this last week where I am trying to control, where I think that I know the answer, where I think that I know what to do, and I've had to humbly surrender over and over again for help. And I see that that's what the guides and the angels mean by command. I've got to be vigilant in my free will and how I choose and what I do with the fears and the doubts and the thoughts that come in. So when troubles arise, which they surely will, it's about using our mind, our choice, our free will to command the light, to command that we be guided by the divine God source, all that is, to command that love show her face. There is such power in the word command, divine power. When we, we are to know our power as children of the divine and the power of our free will to align with the light, to shift the dark with the light. An example of using command was today. I was preparing for the radio show and I was feeling stuck and a bit overwhelmed and a little uncertain this morning. Although I may feel like I'm all here and present and centered and know what I'm doing in this moment and guided, I was feeling less than that the first thing this morning. And so there I was stuck in my dragon of overwhelm and letting my thoughts go down a darker path and stuck in some fear and some resistance. And so I used my awareness and my free will to command my purpose come through, to command light, to command the presence of spirit. And how I did that was I chose in that moment, I noticed what was going on in my well-being and in my internal world. And I chose, I commanded, I asked that spirit be present and help me write and think about what to say today, a focus for today. So I remembered in that moment to command the light, to command connection with spirit and to command my purpose, my purpose, which is to be a voice for love, to work with the high council to speak, have them speak with me and through me to you. And so I made that choice instead of staying stuck in the quagmire of resistance and yuckiness to command my purpose. And as they always do, spirit showed up and channeled some of the words and teachings for us here today. And I began to feel more on track. So I'm talking about my purpose to be a voice for love and to connect with the divine and bring their messages through. So I want to explore what do I mean by purpose exactly or divine purpose? Because my overreaching purpose is love. It's to bring love to everything, my parenting, my personal growth to myself, to the world, to strangers, to make it a more loving world. That's my overriding divine purpose. And specifically is showing up right now as being a channel and an intuitive coach and a radio show host and a scribe for the high council. But that's just one 
form of that overriding purpose and expression. So I am inspiring you, challenging you to know your divine purpose generally, and also to know that you are divinely guided to how does it want to specifically express now in what next step, what mission, what action, what talk, what book, what move, what job. So to know it generally and to know how specifically it's wanting to show up because I believe that not only are we being called to be kind people and to bring love to everything we do, we are and, and connect. Put your hand on your heart right now. <clears throat> called to some form of action, some form of service, some form of mission, some form of higher work and purpose that has a specific giving component, has a specific look and feel right now. And that we need to command. We need to command so that we take the steps. We need to command so that we know what it is. So that is what I am meaning when I say we need to command our purpose here in 2020 and this decade ahead. If we look around at what is going on in the world, we are needed with our light more than ever. And this idea of commanding your purpose, let's not forget it's about self-care and love and bringing light to all those hard things that are going on in your life. Like I said, I've been struck by how much I think I know what I need to do right now. I'm having some struggles with one of my kids and going to school and some issues that he's having. And so I have those challenges going on too. We're going to always have things that could distract us from our purpose. And so this idea of commanding your purpose, it's not about overriding those or marching on beside those. No, no, no. <laughs> We're talking about commanding that we navigate those with light, that we bring this concept of purpose to those to roadblocks, to that seemingly struggle as well, to honor the struggle, as my mentor Brendan Burchard says. That is included under this directive to command your purpose. So it's also to bring love and awareness and healing and health and light to all those places, all those struggles you're going to hit. And that ultimately, as you do that, is fulfilling that overriding purpose to be love, to be light, to be truth that we all have, to bring that to everything that we do. And then also to listen to that dream in your heart and command your life and your purpose so that you can be and do that for the world in 2020. And I believe in you. If you are looking for support, I reference my Live Your Divine Purpose course, which gives you all the tools and training and practices to align daily with spirit, with source, so that you can command the light and wield love in your life and be emboldened with love and be bold and brazen. All right, well, we're going to take a short little, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute little uh, musical interlude while I stretch for a moment. I encourage you to as well. And then when we get back, I'm going to read an excerpt from Love's Curriculum from the foreword. And then I will tune in and bring through the High Council. I'm excited to see what they have to encourage us with as we start this new year of 2020. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. If you are just tuning in, I am Jenny Hogg Ashwell Randolph, and this is Love's Curriculum, where together we remember love and our soul's divine purpose. And I'm now going to read from the High Council, from Love's Curriculum. And it's a little bit, if you haven't gotten the book yet, you get a taste of what they are calling us to be and do, how it is a call to action and to command love and our purposes. And if you have the book, it's a good moment to connect with it. So I invite you, if you wish, to close your eyes and sit back. These words are not meant to be logically understood, but you can sit back and relax and just let them talk to your heart and your soul. All right, here we go. And this again is the forward introduction and I'm starting in the middle and it's where the High Council introduces themselves to us and the reason that we are all here. We are the voice of the High Council. High meaning close to God. The High Council includes me, Jesus, and the archangels and other ministers of God. We work with many who are on our team on assignment with us for the Holy Spirit as we enlighten the world to love. We are in connection with the masters and all their true teachings. As well, we work and join with the high counselors of other worlds. We are the leaders of the light workers everywhere. We are the leaders of the angels, the spiritual guides, and the masters still in form. We are one and we are you. One day we will join with you in the heart and home of God all as one. For now, we appear a bit outside you, a bit removed, a bit more in form, so that we may guide and lead you and teach you and manage this team, this army of light workers for God. We are all part of this beautiful team, this army of love but not an army in a cruel, harsh sense. Army as in a massive energy and power for love and light, shining light across the world's planets, dimensions, and realms. And you too are asked to join and be a servant for light and love, a servant for God. Light workers and teachers that lead by example from their hearts, connecting their hearts across the globe and the grid, doing their part to awaken the whole, heeding the call of the Holy Spirit. And some may heed the call in a different form and voice, as we have said, but all are love and light. And each may have a specific frequency or flavor to the call and whom they work with, as we lay out in the chapters ahead. Each will have a specific calling and those to work with among the light workers not in form, as well as those in form. Some will work for the galactic team, some for the earthly team, and some are assigned to the darkest depths, the lower world, where light is less present as of yet, seemingly less present, as eyes are still tightly shut. To them, God sends his strongest angels to hold the place for light, to hold the place marker, the torch that marks the place for love and marks the way to light and peace. The messages in love's curriculum are meant to flood you with love and light and understanding and remembering. Read them with a surrendered open mind, with lightness and grace. Whatever they are meant to do for you, it will happen. And it is all good. It is all love. Let us be with you here through the messages in love's curriculum. We go with you as you read and explore our words, our wisdom offered here to you. Our dear ones, our friends and fellow souls, united on this journey of awakening to love of bringing heaven to earth. Unite with us in love. And so it is. 
it is done. In love and peace, we look forward to working with and alongside you all. Each and every one of you is important to the whole. Remember now. Remember now as you read our words in love's curriculum. We thank you for being here with us and making this journey together with us. And there you have a call to action to command this connection we have with the spiritual realm, to surrender and open to it, to command life be present in your life and in your purpose. And I too thank you for being here. And I think instead of taking another little short break, we're going to just dive right in to the channeling part of the show. And I'm going to invite you to do a preparing exercise so that we can open to this love and this light that we are going to open to as the High Council comes through. And so to do that, if you're able, I invite you to uncross your legs, put both feet firmly on the floor. Now, if you are listening to this in your car, please don't close your eyes. And you may even wish to come back to this on the recording, but join in with us. And if you are in a place where you can sit with your both feet firmly on the floor and closing your eyes, this helps open us all because it's not just words that are going to come through. It's energy and it's words for your soul. So the more grounded and open you are, the more your crown is open and your heart is open and your root chakra is grounded, the better for me to be a channel and the better for you to be a receiver. All right. So this will take about, I don't know, five, six minutes. It goes quickly, though. We kind of enter a different type of time here. And then um, I will channel. So it'll come through and we will explore what the High Council has to say for us today. So closing your eyes, both feet on the floor, taking a big breath in and out. <sighs> Good. And a big breath in and out. <sighs> this is a practice that I do with clients before channeling circle each month and something that is in the courses as a regular practice because it opens us to that command of light, command of purpose so beautifully. And it, many of my students say if people all did this at least once a day, the world would be a different place because it really truly aligns us with our souls and our oneness and our highest callings and peace, and joy, and all these beautiful things within us, and around us, and between us. All right, so enough of my side track step there, but it is an important practice, so I'm excited, I'm grateful that we are doing it here together. So let's take another big breath in, and on this exhale, I want you to focus on releasing anything that's running through your mind, Maybe it's resistance or why am I here? I don't know about this. Who's the high council? Maybe it's, oh, I should be doing something else. Um, maybe it's, I got to go and do something else. Or you have something on your heart that's worrying you. And if that's the case, I would say, just bring it to the heart right now, knowing that it's going to be filled with light as we do this. No need to focus on it. It's taken care of. So on this exhale, we're going to breathe in. And then on the exhale, I invite you to release all of that busyness. So big breath in and out. Ah, good. And let's do one more for good measure. Big breath in and out. Ah, there you go. And then place your hand on your heart. And begin to breathe in and out from the heart. 
So you're focusing your breath coming in to the heart and out of the heart. And in and out. In and out. Allowing your belly to fill. But focusing the intention of this breath as entering the heart and leaving the heart chakra. And then notice where your feet are planted on the floor. And I want you to send roots out the soles of your feet. Imaginary roots, intentional roots, energy, light, imagine them as plants, whatever. It's okay if you don't see or feel anything. Use your intention. Command these roots that they go down through the floor or floors. And they're going down, down into Mother Earth. And they're spreading out now, sending out all across wherever they want to go. Just trust that these roots are going to go where they need to go. Going deep, going wide. And then let them come to rest and to anchor. And here we ask Divine Creator, Mother Earth, all that is, Source, God, Universe, to send up through the roots any Earth energies that you are needing from this beautiful planet on which we live. And now those energies are coming up through the roots. Just trust that it's happening. Notice what you might see, feel, sense. The energies are moving up now through the soles of your feet, up through your legs, up through your calves, up through your belly, up through your solar plexus, all the way up into your heart. And with your hands still on your heart, begin to breathe again, focus into the heart and out. And with each breath, these energies coming up from the earth are radiating out from your heart radiating out to fill your entire body, nurturing, refreshing, energizing, enlivening. And then they fill every nook and cranny of your body, and then they go out past your physical body into your auric field, radiating, filling with energy. Good. And now as that energy continues to come up through the roots and fill your body from the heart, radiating out from the heart, I want you to draw your attention to the top of your head, to the root or the, <laughs> the crown chakra, and ask and intend that it be open. Open to the most pure form of love and light to knowing God, your creator, knowing your divinity, that you are one with God, loved by God, eternal, a soul, an energy being, completely loved and supported by all this love and light and angels and guidance and Jesus, the high council, your divine soul team, And now let's ask and intend that this and see this light coming down, all of this connection like a light coming down like a channel or a cord or raindrops coming down through the top of your head. Maybe it's a white golden light or a hot pink or violet indigo. Maybe it's a rainbow colored light. It's coming down through the top of your head and moving down through your forehead and down through your throat and entering your heart. And there it begins to swirl with the earth energies that are still coming up, swirling together as you breathe into the heart and out and in and out. Good. 
And as you breathe and these energies mix, with each breath, they radiate out in to fill your entire body with this heaven and earth energy, representing your, you as both a physical being and a spiritual being, fully supported, fully connected, fully loved and guided. And letting this energy fill your entire body, this light and energy. And while we're at it, let's ask that it heal and cleanse. Let it bring love and peace to any worry. And let it fill your entire body. And then letting it extend just out past your body into your auric field, filling it as well. As you breathe in and out of the heart. Good. And so staying in this very connected and calm place, ask and know that your guardian angels are with you. So ask them to stand one on either side of you, or if there are more, they can stand around you. It's inviting now that all of that connection with your divine soul team, this board of directors that works with you, that they be near. They're always near, but you can ask them now to be with you as we open to guidance and connection from the beautiful support in the spiritual realm, the High Council, who reminds us again that in truth we are one, they are us and we are them. So knowing that as we connect with them, it's connecting with the highest part of you, your soul and God, that they are serving God the Holy Spirit, helpers of the Holy Spirit. And we invite the Holy Spirit here as well. Of course, it's always here. Our intention is one of the greatest love and light. And so here I ask that the High Council come through me now to everyone here who's listening. And that's my guides and angels and Jesus who all work so closely with me that you help me be a clear conduit for this time, for these messages, for your energy and your connection. I ask that now and I surrender this to the highest good for each one here, for the highest good of all in the name of love. And so it is. It is with joy that we rejoice to be here with you, our dear ones, our dear lovers, those who are out to love and bring love in the world and to be loved by us. May we redefine that word lovers, that it need not only have a romantic connotation, but would we be lovers, lovers, not fighters. And yet, that as a lover, you would wield that sword of light and allow that shield of love to bring you courage and to be a force, a force in the world, a force that when others come to you, they feel it and know it and they connect as well to God and the divine and to love so that as you carry this out as you command this light and this love and you emblazon it and bring it forward as a knight with their shield a declaration of love that it would shine out to all that it would be a force that all come to know and to meet and that would shake canyons and topple over resistance that would shine light and let evil dissolve. Powerful force of love. So would you wield it strongly and happily and willingly with your free will to choose over and over love and light and guidance and direction and to love yourself as you stumble and fall and see all of those dark corners where you have been in resistance or where you have let ego run the show. Fear not, 
fear not. Those places do not make you weak. Those places do not mean you are not of God. Allow this light to be wielded and commanded into all of the mistaken beliefs, the places in your own mind where you would choose evil, where you would choose darkness, where you would choose limitation and fear and love yourself there. Bring the love there. Command the love be there, not judgment. It is part of your path to walk through that fire. Again, having that showboat in your life, having that drama and that ego show up is not in any way discrediting your power and your glory as a child of God. It is merely part of the baggage of being in that body and in that form. So do not make it mean more than it is. It does not mean that you are unworthy does not mean that you are broken. It is merely a part of the uncovering and revealing that needs to take place, part of the cloak and the of darkness and the baggage that you put on when you are human. And it's merely like a minor bump, a flat tire, so to speak, on a tricycle, or a little going over a little bump in your tricycle. It's not meant to derail you. But when you give it fear, when you think, oh no, I've been thinking limitedly or I've been off track or I have such fear and doubts and competition and judgments and my life is not good. When you bring all of that drama and fear and energy to it, it can feel like that big monster. In Love's Curriculum, we talk about needing to open that closet door and shine the light and see that that monster is actually really small or not there. Just a mistake. And so notice the clunkiness of this human life. Notice the bumps in the road. Notice the flat tire or the wobbly tire on your tricycle and command love and light there. Bring loving awareness, ask for help. It gives you a chance to re-surrender again and to love yourself and to ask for help. We love it when you join together. You are to open the door of your heart to be in partnership with others, to be vulnerable, to reveal your heart, to let your heart beat vulnerably, that magnifies love. No more shielding your heart from love. Instead, bring forward that shield of love that says, go forth and holds the light, the sword of light, and charges into the world, toppling fear with love. Love, love, love. And so as you begin this new year and the Chinese New Year is still to come, may you give yourself a pat on the back for all that you have achieved and endured. And even honor the places where you fell into the darkness, went down a dark path, seemed to stumble, and love yourself there too. Give yourself a pat on the back for coming back out and learning again to open to more love. It's like scraping your knee, falling and scraping your knee. And then we get back up and we dust it off and we learn from it. God is with you. We are with you. Giving you wings, cheering you on there in all your moments. Even the darker ones. The seemingly dark ones that in truth are still filled with light. Just that the light seems veiled. And again, that is about commanding your light in the life and ask for help with that. The ego would take a hold of that word command and think that you now have to go off and do something and be good enough at it and judge yourself for failing again. No, instead ask us to help you Command love, command purpose, command light, 
and know that it is the true nature of your being. And that as you keep choosing love, that true nature simply reveals you are lovers, beings born to love and be loved and loved. And so we end on that note again. May you know your beingness, your beingness as love. And may you go forth carrying love to the world and being the light and commanding love and purpose be true in the world. And so it is. So just take a big, deep breath as you gently open your eyes. Wow. So I, for one, am glad we have that recorded. <laughs> I can just feel the energy and the clear clarity of that message today. And I am grateful, High Council, that you have come near. I'm grateful for all of the spirit guides who are with you, the angels. And if you wish, you may want to thank them as well, knowing they're with you, helping you command light, command purpose, command love. I, I hear them saying that. Remember, we are here. We're going to get out, up to this this year, all of us. So that includes you working with your divine soul team. All right. Well, our time has come to an end. I want to, again, if you're looking to connect further, find me on Instagram, loves curriculum or loves underscore curriculum. And on Facebook, uh, loves curriculum. There's also leaders of loves curriculum is a Facebook group where we stay connected. And the website lovescurriculum.com, which you will see is going to undergo a marvelous new facelift this month but on there still is all the information about the live your divine purpose course uh, about working with me one-on-one -on -one to help create your purpose this year all right well and go forth my lovers and i look forward to reconnecting with you in a couple of weeks all right take care <laughs>